the old road. Spaghetti meatball is out of this world. Oh, very delicious. You like it? I, I used to work in a fancy restaurant in the big city, learn a few tricks here and there. Jimmy pierced a piece of meatball and shoved it in his mouth hungrily. He was exhausted after the long drive from his hometown to a state up north of the country where he was scheduled to attend an interview. The small roadside stall with the weak lighting had seemed welcoming to him after hours of nothing but trees lining up along a long, lonely road. It's a good thing you're still open in the middle of the night. Do you usually get customers from around here at this time? He glanced around him. There was no one around other than he and the owner of the stall. Apart from the sound of the radio cackling nondescriptly in the background, there was nothing else but the sound of the surrounding forest. He did notice a couple of motorcycles and a small dusty yellow car nearby and he had assumed that there was more than one person in the vicinity. Oh, I do get customers here. They come and go. Some of them settle nearby, others just went off, never to be seen again. He trailed off. Jimmy nodded and helped himself to a forkful of spaghetti splashed generously with thick great sauce. He was glad for the company of the stall owner and who was more than happy to have someone to talk to. He can get lonely sometimes. I came upon this place by chance myself. Quite a story behind it too. This piqued Jimmy's interest and he leaned in, eager for a good story. Adi did not need much prompting, and he began. There was a long queue at the toll booth. Adi had left his workplace that evening, thinking that he could avoid the traffic congestion to his hometown by driving at night instead of first thing the next morning. By his calculations, it would take only three hours to reach his hometown if he were to drive directly from work. Why does everyone have the same plan as me? Now the road is going to be jammed all the way until tomorrow morning. Ugh, it'll take more than three hours for sure. He looked down on the navigation application on his phone in dismay at the red lines merrily lighting up almost every major road he thought of taking. He sighed as he inched 
slowly to the toll booth to enter the highway. Two hours into the journey, as he stared blankly at the taillights of the cars in front of him, he looked up and saw a road sign that led to an old exit sign. He glanced at his phone and widened the screen with his thumb and forefinger. Hmm. If, if I exit here and follow this small road, I, I will bypass this entire stupid stretch and come out on the other side. Hey, there's a yellow car going in. Okay, at least I got company. His signal left and slowly pulled out from the main road. He glanced back and scoffed at the never-ending line of cars that had resigned to being trapped for the next eight hours at best on that stretch of road. He smiled, glad to be out of the traffic mess. The road he got onto was dark, except for the reflective stone markers that marked the edge of the roads. He knew it was an old road, and although it would be a slightly longer route, at least it was free of traffic and he was free to floor the accelerator pedal as and when he pleased. In the distance, he could barely make out the taillights of the yellow car in front of him, and he sat back to enjoy his ride while his hands flipped through the radio channels until he reached the station to settle on. While cruising down the old road, it was not long before the radio channel started giving off static buzzing sounds. Adi switched off the radio in disgust. He glanced at his phone. The navigation application seemed to freeze and it was perpetually on loading mode. He tried resetting it, but to no avail. The phone network seemed to disappear and he could not get any signal. It was then when he saw, through his rearview mirror, a single light coming from a motorcycle that seemed to get closer to him. He slowed down, hoping to let the motorcyclist ride past him in the single carriageway road while he tried to fiddle away on his phone. The figure on the motorcycle sat huddled as he braved the strong winds and passed Adi's car. He could not make out the rider as he was bowed down and the collars of his jacket was pulled up. The rider sped to the front and started riding in a zigzag in front of him by moving to the left and slowly moving to the right, making it hard for Adi to speed up. Uh, another idiot on the road. This fella drunk or what? One minute to the left, another minute to the right. Should have not given him space just now. Adi saw an opening 
and quickly sped up to the rider. He wound down the window and shouted, Oi! Crazy ah! You know how to ride or not? Stupid, useless, good for nothing! He was too angry to think of repercussions after his outburst. He didn't care if the rider were to engage him in a fist fight right there in the middle of nowhere. These stupid pumpkins need to be taught a lesson, he thought. What he didn't count on was what happened next. From his hunched down position, the rider slowly sat upright, his head emerging from the turned up collars of his denim jacket and his helmetless head turned to him. It was a smooth face. In fact, there was no face, no eyes, no nose, except for a gaping mouth with razor-sharp teeth grinning widely at him. Adi paused and it almost made him lose control of the car as it swerved dangerously to the left of the road. He rolled up the window and started flooring the accelerator pedal, his heart beating wildly as he put a fair bit of distance between himself and the rider, monster, ghost, or whatever that scared him earlier. Out of nowhere, a yellow car appeared in front of him. It looked like the same one from the exit earlier, and he allowed himself to breathe steadily. Thinking it best if he warned the driver, he high-beamed at the car. But the yellow mobile seemed to be speeding further away from him. Insisting on making a good deed, Adi sped up alongside the car and managed to come up alongside it. Wounding down the other window and trying to do a hand signal while keeping an eye on the road, he turned quickly to his left and that was when he realized there was no driver. Adi was beginning to think that he was losing his mind. As he sped away from the yellow car, he glanced again at his phone and exclaimed in frustration when he saw that the navigation application was still in loading mode. There was nothing but trees and darkness beyond both sides of the road, and it did not look promising up ahead. He saw a vaguely familiar, small, dimly lit roadside stall with a wooden hut behind it. Eh? Did I just pass this stall just now? Don't tell me that all the roadside stall looked the same. He pressed on, and true enough, the same stall appeared further up the road. The sinking feeling of realizing that he had been driving in circles overwhelmed him. A few seconds later, a motorcycle high-beamed at him. As if on cue, 
the yellow driverless car appeared yet again in front of his car. He glanced at his fuel gauge and saw to his dismay that his petrol tank was almost dry. As the old car spluttered and gasped, he made up his mind to get out of the car and just make a run for it, run as far away as he could. So what happened next? Did you manage to escape? Jimmy asked as he lifted another fork of spaghetti into his mouth. Damn, these are really good. He thought. Adi dished out more spaghetti onto Jimmy's plate as he continued. I kept on running. I ran all the way back to the store. In fact, I've been trying to run away for the past two years, but somehow I always ended up right here. I couldn't get away even when my body is still in the kitchen rotting away. But luckily, I have a friend who can keep me company now. Huh? Who? Jimmy asked, half a spaghetti strip dangling and wriggling crazily from the corner of his mouth. He could not quite catch the meaning of Adi's last sentence until he glanced at the dusty yellow car and something clicked in his brains. Come to think of it, the spaghetti is beginning to taste a little weird right now. You! Who else? Come my friend, more spaghetti. Adi laughed as he piled more fresh, fat, wriggling worms on Jimmy's plate as the latter stared at it in horrific realization. Jimmy's screams and Adi's laughter echoed into the night, but of course, no one heard them. life? Or has Adi found a friend? I am Wraith once again. Thank you for listening and I'll see you in the next podcast.